What is up? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion and welcome to the podcast, all right? If you are listening through Anchor, if you're listening through Spotify, if you're listening through Apple, welcome because like I always tell you guys, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me and I appreciate that and I appreciate you Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast and make sure that if you are listening through Apple that you rate this podcast and more imperatively, you can also leave a comment on your rating. Now we're going to get into the political mess today. I had told my Instagram following that I was going to speak about this yesterday, last night, but I was so entrenched in reading about HR 6666, all right, and um, what's this this bastard's name? It's really drawing a blank. The congressman who passed it. Bear with me, because now I got to pull my iPhone up, because I got so many names in my head. It's a lot. I got a lot going on. People like, I wonder how you're so smart. Well, I got a big head and I got a lot to hold in this brain, you know? So uh, there you go. Bobby Rush. That's who I was fixated on last night. And I did give it to him today on Twitter. So if you do follow me on Twitter, Viva La Glam 702. And if you follow me at here, she is two underscores Rondell you will be able to see those tweets because I did have some words for him and some questions for him in regard to his newly proposed bill of $100 billion annually going towards quote-unquote COVID-19 testing or also known as tracking. So we're not really going to get into that. Like I said, if you want to see that or hear about that, it is definitely on my Instagram. We're going to get into what the getting into is going to be, and that is going to be Obama Gate. all right? Now, I was like many people on Sunday, and I was wondering what the hell was Donald Trump talking about when he was on Twitter, and he was basically tweeting Obamagate. So I'm like, what the hell? What was that about? Now, yesterday I uploaded a podcast on the $3.7 million that was essentially... um utilized for coronavirus research okay um and and funding all right the the money that was sent via dr anthony fauci to eco uh health alliance and eventually transferred over to uh the wuhan lab of virology even though that eco uh alliance or eco health alliance whatever the fuck their name is they're claiming that they didn't transfer Wuhan $3 million. They said that they never did that. You guys can believe whatever you want to believe from that, okay? However, um, I believe that they did get funded from the United States. Whether or not they had a middleman into it, um, it is likely, all right? Because Anthony Fauci probably figured if he, you know, moved that money, um, it would raise flags. But Anthony Fauci was doing a lot of things against... Um, his leadership's authority but again that was all from yesterday's podcast so you can listen to that today is going to be on obamagate now a lot of people as such as myself i thought that obamagate was relative to what was probably going on with the covid and how 
um, a lot of corruption within the Obama administration was pretty much funding uh, the coronavirus cooking up to be something potent. Now, it really honestly doesn't really have anything to do with that. And a lot of people, and like I said, um, a lot of my following, you know, is from the hood. A lot of my followers from the street. I'm from I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? If you can hear it in my voice. I'm from the hood of New York. And a lot of, you know, people in my age group, I'm 31 years old. They really don't know what's really going on in the political world um, other than what they see on social media. So it's good to have people who are kind of really putting their ear to the political streets and kind of really telling them what it really is, right? So... I went and did my, my research and I was looking up some things. I was looking up some things and it took me at least, it took me two days because it's been two days since he tweeted that. Today is May the 12th. He tweeted that on May the 10th. And I was too busy really enjoying my mother's day. So I wasn't really um, looking into it on, on pretty much on Sunday, Sunday night and all day Monday. I was kind of really reading up on what was going the fuck on okay and apparently it looks as though that we have some new information that is supposedly coming out over the next few weeks and this information is pertaining to the case regarding lieutenant michael flint that is what Obamagate is basically centered around, okay? Now, to refresh you guys' memory, or if you don't know who Michael Flynn is, all right? Michael Flynn gave pretty much most of his adult life to the military, okay? Um, he was on his shit. He was, he was definitely on his shit. Um, and he worked his way up. Okay. He, he's pretty much, you know, from Rhode Island. He is, um, the all American story, right? Um, when, when you learn about him, you can basically Wikipedia him, but he, in a nutshell was the United States army Lieutenant general, right? And he was briefly working um, as a NS, uh, NSA, which is a national security advisor to Donald Trump. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this, okay, because not only was he working um, shortly and briefly um, as the national security advisor for Donald Trump, he was also working, I forget the acronym for it, but he was also working um, he was working in the military during the Obama administration in the high ranking, I believe in a defense intelligence agency, right? Um, he did that for about, I'm going to say about two years. Like I said, all American type story from Rhode Island, you know, really, really, you know, devoted their, their life to their career. Okay. So... He was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, the DIA. Excuse me. Now it's coming all to me for two years. And this was underneath the Obama administration. Now, I don't know how the relationship was within that time frame. 
Okay. And when I think about between that time frame, what was going on, um, 2012 remind me guys, if, um, Muammar Gaddafi, um, was still alive then. I know Benghazi happened around 2012, right? But what I will say is this. I don't believe, I I believe, excuse me, I believe that President Obama did not care for Michael Flynn. I'm going to be straight 100. I don't think that he did. And I found that to be kind of really valid through a BBC um, news correspondent piece that I found. And in the correspondent piece, it was basically stating that, and I trust the BBC. Y'all already know, BBC is like the political shade room, okay? Now, (laughs) the BBC was basically saying that Obama pretty much, excuse my laptop, y'all, these are all of the... These are all of the notifications that I get because I'm subscribed to so many publications and I'm, I'm getting a new publication on what I'm actually talking about right now. This is crazy. And it's May the 12th, 723 PM, but we're going to get into what I just saw in a little bit. Now, I believe Obama did not care for Michael Flynn and the BBC kind of really, uh, you know, confirmed my suspicion of that. They stated that Obama was warning President Trump during the transition period of when Obama stepped out of office and Trump took over. So we're talking 2016 to 2017, right? Obama pretty much warned Donald Trump not to bring uh, Michael Flynn into the White House, okay? Uh, Barack Obama told Donald Trump, do not hire this dude, right? And now we kind of probably may know why that he had a hard on for Michael Flynn, all right? So if you guys don't know, Michael Flynn basically got in major trouble. His whole career was thrown away. Um, and he was basically pretty much politically canceled due to an FBI investigation of his correspondence with a Russian ambassador. And the problem was, was that he was too close to comfort with this Russian ambassador and that he had these, you know, very, um, connected and very, um, well-sewn relationships with people in Russia. And they had believed that Michael Flynn had pretty much, uh, tipped the Russian ambassador off about sanctions that were issued underneath President Obama Amongst other things, Michael Flynn apparently lied to the FBI during their investigation, okay? And that is what really much got him in trouble and got him politically canceled and kind of really had his entire career thrown away. So, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, side-eyeing this whole situation because it was just like clean cut like okay we took a statement we found out he lied we're gonna try to stick it to him and boom that's it like he's out of here right so Trump was like listen hey I gotta fire the dude it is what it is he apparently lied to the FBI and that's that this was obviously back in 2017 
Fast forward to now. Okay. We got Trump talking about Obamagate. We're like, what the hell is that? And what does it have to do with Michael Flynn? Well, new evidence, according to, um, this is news for news for, excuse me, San Antonio, according to news for San Antonio from NBC. All right. New evidence supports claim that FBI may have potentially set up Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this article is crazy and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read some very imperative parts of the article. So it initiates by saying President Donald Trump voiced strong support Thursday for his former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, raising speculation that a pardon may be coming after Flynn's lawyers disclosed internal FBI documents. They claim show the FBI tried to quote unquote intentionally frame him. I'm going to hold my commentary. I'm going to keep going. Trump said he believes Flynn should now be cleared in court. But if that doesn't happen, he as a president have a different type of power. Quote unquote, he said, it looks like it looks to me like Michael Flynn would be exonerated based on everything that I've seen. I'm not a judge, but I have a different type of power, but I don't know that anybody would I'm excuse me, but I don't know that anybody will have to use that power. I think he is exonerated. Trump has long said he is considering pardoning Flynn. Okay. Who pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI about his conversations with the Russian ambassador to the United States. The president spent Wednesday and Thursday morning retweeting supporting a statement of Flynn and condemned the FBI's investigation into the one-time advisor. Okay. Now this is crazy. Okay. So Trump pretty much said they tortured him. They destroyed him, but he's going to come back. Senate majority leader, Mitch Connell or McConnell, excuse me, called into Fox news channel to react to the release of the FBI documents saying If true, it is extremely troubling. Okay. If all of this proves to be true, you have certainly a major, major error on the part of the top leadership at the FBI, which could well warrant additional charges against them. Okay. Lawyers for Flynn over the last two days released a series of internal correspondence obtained through a Justice Department review handling the case. They contend that the documents bolstered their allegations that Flynn was set up to lie when he was questioned at the White House three years ago and show that agents were prepared to drop an investigation into him just weeks before they set out to question him. Okay. Still, the documents don't directly address the central allegation in the case that Flynn lied to the FBI. All right. 
It also is unclear on how much uh, significance they will carry with the judge, all right, who has basically scolded Flynn and rejected many defense allegations of prosecutorial uh, misconduct. Now, we're going to get into the documents, right? We're going to get into the documents. Among the documents is a internal memo from June, from January, excuse me, January 4th, 2017, saying that the FBI was closing out its investigation into whether a subject with the code name of Crossfire, Crossfire Razor was an agent of a foreign power for acting under the direction of Russia. The subject is described as Trump's foreign uh, policy advisor who traveled to 2015, Flynn's attorney, Sidney Powell, confirmed that that was Flynn, okay? Now, here's where, here's where it gets crazy, okay? The FBI determined that they wanted to interview Flynn about a conversation he had during the presidential transition period with the Russian ambassador, Sergei uh, Kislyak. In which the men discussed sanctions reportedly imposed on Russia over election interference. Agents questioned Flynn at the White House on January the 24th, 2017, when the FBI says he lied about the conversation. He later acknowledged misleading federal agents and at his sentencing a year later did not contest the way uh, he was interviewed. But Flynn's attorneys point to the newly disclosed documents to, su to suggest that the FBI had no basis to question Flynn and had already been prepared to close an investigation into him. All right. The revelations of corruption by the FBI to intentionally frame General Flynn for crimes the FBI manufactured piles on with each new production of documents. Stated by Powell in a statement. All right. Other documents released by Flynn's lawyers include FBI emails and handwritten notes showing officials grappling with how best to approach Flynn. How much information to provide him during the interview and what to do if he made a false statement. One page of handwritten notes from the FBI official dated the day of the interview appears to recap an internal debate about how to proceed. All right. So this is the FBI going back and forth, right? On basically how they're going to set them up. So one note says, what's our goal? Truth slash omission or getting him to lie. So we could either prosecute him or get him fired. One of the other notes said, if we're seen playing games, the White House is going to be furious. Protect our institution by not playing games. Flynn pleaded guilty in December of 2017 and went on to provide such an extensive cooperation that prosecutors said he was entitled to probation instead of prison. But his sentencing hearing was abruptly postponed after Flynn following a stern rebuke from Sullivan, who was the judge, that raised the prospect of a prison term 
asked to be able to continue cooperating and earn credit toward a more lenient sentence. All right. But since then, Flynn has hired new lawyers, including Powell, a conservative commentator and outspoken critic of the Mueller investigation. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. They saying that the FBI set this man all the way up. All the way up in these documents. And according to Trump, more of the documents is going to come out over the coming weeks. Okay. And th this is a lot. This is a lot. We know that the FBI is a corrupt organization. The FBI has been a corrupt organization since his days of J. Edgar Hoover. We know that. We know that J. Edgar Hoover was the one who basically introduced wiretapping. J. Edgar Hoover was empowering the FBI for 50 years as his director. All right. He was blackmailing everybody from JFK to Dr. King. All right. So this is how they get down. They've been doing this for God knows how long. So I would not be shocked if they really did frame this dude. And if they did frame him, that means this is another thing that pretty much happened that was corrupt underneath the Obama administration. <sighs> Honestly, I'm tired of a lot of things just leading back to this administration because they really tried to paint the narrative that they were scandal free and that is anything further from the truth. And I don't know how People and media sources are claiming that the Obama administration was completely scandal free when Benghazi was a mess. Okay. Um, these emails, the way everything happened with Gaddafi and like, this is just crazy. This is, it's crazy to me and mind boggling to me how they feel as though that they were, that, that they exited stage left with so much grace after eight years. When no tea, no shade and no shade, no tea, Obama had these white folks running amok. They were in here doing whatever it is that they wanted to do. And he didn't tell them not once like a black mama or daddy tell them to sit down, not sit down, but sit down. Don't touch nothing. Sit your ass down somewhere in the corner. He didn't say none of that. He just let them do whatever it is that they wanted to do it's just it, it's it's crazy what is our goal truth or an admission or to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired this man if this is true this is really sad because this reminds me of how they tortured dr judy mikovitz Someone who gave 40 plus years of her life to her career in science to serve. To serve. 
And this man here gave 30 some odd years, okay, to the military. This man was deployed away from his family. This man came back and served his country and government in the White House. And y'all did him like that? Y'all did him like that? And it's it's really not far-fetched because President Barack Obama told Donald Trump not to hire this dude. He didn't like this dude. And I knew he didn't like this dude from the beginning. And I, I said to myself after I watched that BBC article uh, correspondence and I seen the video on the article, I said, I don't think... I, now, now I really don't think that he really cared for him. Why, why would he tell him not to hire him? This is someone with a very stellar, um, a very stellar record. And granted, okay, maybe he did have some, um, you know, relations with people in, in foreign government, but they all did. So if they had and when I mean they I mean the Obama administration with Joe Biden and whomever was uh who's this dude Comey right director of the FBI this that that means this happened underneath their leadership too this this is ridiculous this is this is not good this looks really bad It's just, <sighs> let me tell you something, okay? Let me let me explain something to y'all. We and we're not even gonna get into the the wiretapping of Carter Page, all right? So we do know that there was some stuff going on, and they did not have enough probable cause to wiretap Trump's former campaign volunteer Carter Page, and they did. All right. I'm just going to say this. I don't know everything that's going to be in them documents, but this sounds very President Nixon ish. Okay. And if anybody who's old enough to remember, you know, what happened with Watergate, (laughs) which is why Trump said Obama gate, if you're not old enough to remember, I know I'm, I'm, I'm young too, right? But, and I wasn't thought about yet for another good, like 15 years. But if you guys did not know, Watergate is what led to President Nixon stepping down in, I believe, 1974, right? And President Nixon's campaign people, his, his people was tied to, um, break-ins at the, Democratic National Committee in the Watergate Hotel building. All right. And they had the phones tapped. All right. They had, they had the phones tapped. Um, I'm getting an alert right now. This is just end, just end N I N. Okay. That the newest update right now is that a federal judge invites third party to weigh in on Michael Flynn's case. Okay. So <laughs> y'all, I'm the, I'm not even getting into all that. 
what what I'm going to say, though, is that Trump is definitely dependent on what comes out in these um, what comes out in these documents. If I was Joe Biden, I would definitely be concerned. I would definitely be concerned. And like I said, the Obama administration feels as though they can try to, um, that they, that they're, um, immune or they have immunity via the media, right? Whenever they, they do something they know they shouldn't have done. They know that the media has their back not to really push, uh, the narrative that they're crooks and that they broke the law more than several times during the administration but people know what's going on all right people know what's going on and people know a lot of things are starting to trace back to this administration now i said this when bernie sanders dropped out of the race that by the summer i predicted this right by the summer joe biden was going to get tired he was going to be wore out. And with this situation coming to light, Trump is going to use this to his advantage to secure the second term because the front runner for the Democrats is a fucking crook. He's a crook and his son or his, whoever that is can to I think Hunter Biden is his son, right? That they're crooks that they're crooks and that they're connected to a, a, a crooked organization. They're connected to crooked Hillary, right? You don't think Trump is going to make those connections to, to sway the vote in his favor because he definitely is going to do it. He definitely is going to do it. This is crazy. I'm telling y'all now Biden is not going to be able to sustain Definitely not going to be able to sustain between his, um, sexual assault allegations to now hearing of something of this, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is a problem. This is a, a, a real, a real problem. I can't. I, I can't. I'm just thinking of if they really caused this man to lie and he lost his career over this, this is a damn shame. That's what I'm thinking in my brain. And I'm telling you right now, karma's a bitch. And if this is the case, I guarantee you, Joe Biden is going to get his karma by not getting this election. He can kiss it goodbye. He can kiss it goodbye. Because the red states are going to have a field day with this. And the people who are of righteousness that probably wanted to vote for him definitely ain't after this or definitely are going to think twice. It's just really crazy. It really, really is. But I appreciate you guys as always checking in to the podcast. All right. And I love y'all. Y'all be well. Y'all take care of yourself. Y'all take care of your family. Y'all keep your vibrations high. And I will check y'all in the next one. Peace.